This podcast is brought to you by our patrons. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. This is your beer, liquor, and other beverage news for the week of March 6, 2021. U.S. repeals whiskey tariffs. Maybe the U.K. will let up soon? Tangeray tries to ruin the one good thing about gin. Kentucky bourbon coming to a mailbox near you, maybe. Michigan governor offended by beer choice on SNL, so she's in a care package. All this and more on Have a Drink News. popular news about what you drink. I'm Brenny Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker. Let's, Let's get right into some the news. news. Some fun, enlightening stories <laughs> that everyone... Look, it's been a slow news week. Not, not to just spoil things. <laughs> I mean, it, it has been, but there, there are some stories that get even me excited. And I don't feel anything. So let's get... Let's get nerdy about some tariffs. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly the story I'm talking about. Uh, the Biden administration will suspend steep tariffs on Irish and Scotch whiskeys, uh, English cheeses, and other products. After reaching an agreement with the UK, former President Trump had imposed the tariffs in late 2019 as part of a long-running dispute over the aviation industry. Let that sink uh, in. Yeah, Scotch like, whiskey come on. And- <laughs> so come on, guys. Like, the... I don't care how how upset you are about the planes. Think of the think of the whiskey. <laughs> Do the planes even matter at the moment? No, but the whiskey no. sure does. Scotch whiskey and other products had been subject to a twenty five percent tariff, but as of today, the tariffs will be suspended for at least four months. Other products, from pork to cashmere and machinery items, had also been hit by the tariffs that are now suspended. Their damage has been compounded in the past year by the COVID nineteen pandemic. Trade is key to economic recovery, Uh, UK Trade Secretary Liz Truss said. She noted uh, that in the year before the tariffs, U.S. had imported 550 million pounds, nearly $770 million worth of the affected UK goods. In Scotland, news of the deal prompted a peaty sigh of relief. What do you think that sounds like? (laughs) 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 <laughs> just like just one of those like a bog nice, farts yeah what you think a bog just like a a good single cheek ripper just a, like a flapping fart <laughs> one of those ones where it's just a little more drawn out than it should be <laughs> that sounds about right Oh, this is fabulous news, and our industry is delighted, said Scotch Whiskey Association Chief Executive Karen Betts. She added that the tariffs on single malt whiskey have done real damage in the past 16 months. Look, I've done the best I can to help support this, to to keep the damage low. You're just one man. (laughs) With exports to the U.S. falling by 35%. 
Uh, Jim Jesus. can only buy so much scotch. <laughs> uh, costing companies over half a billion pounds. In a joint statement, uh, the U.S. That's and a UK heavy said, amount of. That's a heavy amount of whiskey. <laughs> I'm not saying he has a drinking problem. He I just, just meant half collection. I just meant a half half a billion pounds is you know. Oh. oh I don't know how many. It's uh, a, it's a lot of tons. In a joint statement, the U.S. and U.K. said that the tariff suspension will ease the burden on the industry and take a bold joint step towards resolving the longest-running dispute at the World Trade Organization. The dispute involves claims and counterclaims of unfair subsidies and supports uh, for two aviation giants, Boeing and Airbus. The U.K. eased its own tariffs on U.S. goods related to the dispute in January in a bid to create a space for negotiation or negotiated settlement that could end the years-long dispute. The new agreement does not affect other import taxes that were hiked during the Trump administration's trade war over aluminum and steel. The Distilled Spirits Council of the United States says that while it welcomes progress on some tariffs, we are greatly disappointed that the UK uh, UK's deliberating tariff on American whiskey remains in place. Export of American whiskey to the UK have declined by 53% from $150 million to $71 million. Since tariffs were imposed in 2018, the industry group said it added that the UK is the fourth largest market for US whiskey. Kentucky is its first. <clears throat> We've we've already uh, let it be known we don't get much of our own goods here. Oh, that's true. Wow. Uh, this goes for a little more, but that's that's the most like that's the gist of all of this. Like you, yeah, you, you get the meat and potatoes there. So we've lightened up our end. They have not lightened up their end when it comes to. Uh, to I mean whiskey. Maybe that was uh maybe that was part of the thing like they because they like, it mentions they let it up some items but they just hadn't let yeah. up the whiskey yet so maybe now that we've released our whiskey they'll release theirs we can yeah, or, or it you, was you, a, other way around a mexican we've, standoff <laughs> it's a mexican standoff but each held the other person's goods as hostage yeah <laughs> uh which i think basically pretty much summarizes tariffs except the, you put the gun to your own head yeah pretty much <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I st yeah, that's still good news. You know, progress is being made and soon, soon perhaps, uh, cause I guarantee you no distillery with the pandemic going on once, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they can't you know sustain like that. They're gonna have to start doing some crazy things after that. Like, uh, I don't know, alcohol free liquor. It's a it's a growing segment because Tangeray has announced alcohol free version of its gin. Because so, I guess someone lost their damn mind. So juniper juice, basically, right? <laughs> uh, and why? Yeah. Why? Well, <laughs> pulling this from Food and Wine. We're a month, uh, full month past dry uh, January, but there's no reason you can't keep that vibe going for the rest of the year. There is. I don't hate myself. Um, uh, it, well, okay. Anyway, uh, if you're a gin lover uh, but you've realized that it doesn't always love you back, then you're in luck. Tangeray has just announced the release of its new Tangeray 0.0, an alcohol-free spirit that has been crafted to the taste just like its higher-proof siblings. Why? 
Tanqueray surprised face. Yeah, I know. I keep looking at it like that. I was like, like, but according to Tanqueray, the zero point zero percent version is made the same combination of botanicals that he uses in his traditional Tanqueray. That lists include uh, angelica, coriander, juniper, and sweet licorice. And it sounds like the only difference between the two is ABV. I'm going to bet you that's a pretty important version. It's a pretty important difference that you're we're leaving out here. Hmm. Well, our expert interview. I think that's what's. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It, the, on the but does Jin not like you back? I'm like I don't think that's what it is that doesn't like you. <laughs> maybe you're maybe you just shouldn't be doing Jin. I don't know. You know, Tangeray has not been my Jin of choice. Uh, I have slowly gotten to where like, you know, maybe I can enjoy some gin. Tangeray is not it. So mm. the only reason I would be drinking that is I need to get drunk now. <laughs> uh, and all the whiskey's gone and the rum and the vodka and the tequila. There's only so many options. And yeah. all that's left are cordials and I'm not that desperate yet. Uh, although no, if there was a if there was a, a bottle of Bailey's, I'd probably do that before Tangeray. But anyway, uh, according to them, uh, our expert innovation team has a com- uh, combined years of expertise and historic gin distilling knowledge to create a credible alcohol-free experience. Tangeray's master distiller uh, Terry Fraser said while crying in a statement. Sorry, the while crying part is my addition. Uh, Right. I just have to imagine if you're the master distiller and they say, we want you to make an alcohol-free thing, and you're just doing it like <laughs> he's just crying while like taking his coat off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the botanicals are individually immersed in water, heated, and then distilled before uh, being expertly blended together to create the essence of Tangeray and a delicious alcohol-free alternative. <sighs> I can't, like I read every sentence, it just I read, I go, why? Why would you do this? Anyway, the special uh, distillation. No, oh. I was just gonna say the low, low alcohol and or removed alcohol and seltzer segments are exploding, and they're projecting them to overtake the traditional beer segments. Oh, I'm, year. I'm sure, but the the issue is that that that's that's the seltzer market. Like this is this is a panic overreaction. Is kind of what I feel like. Uh, well, it's also like the the Heineken near beer, and like all of the big players re- releasing their near beers, and those are like exploding in sales as well. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the special distillation is a car- uh, closely guarded secret uh, process only known to a handful of people, and they are incredibly proud to bring. To be bringing gin drinkers at that uh, juniper and citrus taste that they're experiencing from te- Tangeray, whether they choose to drink alcohol or not. Look, we're just getting closer to Synthahol, Hall, and really, that's the most nightmarish part of, of Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> where there's no no character and <laughs> yeah, and um, I, I need some terroir. Well, they mention like there's other places doing it. Uh, Monday is a California-made uh, version of uh, base names. There's several other options. Sorry, uh, satisfies like a cl- classic, uh, classic London dry. So apparently, there's a you can buy it for forty dollars, but there's something called Monday. Uh, the Australian uh, 
Australian brand Lyre has a London uh, dry London spirit for $35. It's received a bronze medal in last year's San Francisco World Spirit Competition. He's also elegantly dressed uh, pigeon on the table, and there's and they're suckers for an animal with a monocle. All right, that's weird, but all right. Uh, let's still, like, there everything is strange about this. How they want to come a spirit's... I don't know how they got a uh, medal in a spirits competition while having no alcohol is a. Although maybe I could see maybe getting it in a gin competition. I, I was, wow, I this thought is... we were going like brew dog with it. I was like, do, do you drink it out of the pigeon? <laughs> is it served in the pigeon? I don't is think it, it is. I think, I think they had like when they were doing the awards. There was a picture of a monocled pigeon. Oh. I'm just off the rails at this point. <laughs> you, you drink. You drink the near alcohol out of a, a stuffed pigeon. Uh, you've pigeon. you you have to hold the pigeon above your head and pour the alcohol from its mouth into your mouth, sort of mama birding it as as it <laughs> has to get mama birding. Just it. got the Eddie Izzard thing in my head from Dress to Kill. Oh, the got his fingers in your nostrils, <laughs> broom handle in your back, pushing your spine away. <laughs> Oh, what's this going to help? Keeping track? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Wherever he lands, there shall he be buried. All right. That your dress to kill segment, I think, means it's time to move on to the next thing. Uh, maybe we Bourbon. have some n- news that makes sense. God, I hope so. Some um, good news on something that we were reported about. They were saying was passing this time last year. Hmm, yeah. The hills of government move slowly. (laughs) Yeah. A new Kentucky law allows distilleries to send whiskey directly to your home if you live in one of a few lucky states. Getting your hands on whiskeys from your favorite Kentucky distillers just became much simpler, at least for some Americans. A new state law now allows distilleries, along with wineries and breweries, to ship directly to in-state residents, as well as states with reciprocal agreements. Oh, those reciprocity agreements. Um... Currently, Alaska, Arizona, hey. Connecticut. Yeah, I was like, ooh, Alaska. Uh, Hawaii, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Dakota, and Rhode Island, then Washington, D.C. So we can get it to one half. assortment of things. We can get it to one half of ritual misery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that means that even if you can't get to a distillery for a special release, you could potentially have a bottle delivered to your doorstep. Uh, this is all thanks to Kentucky House Bill 415, which was passed in April 2020, <laughs> almost a year. Uh, it went into effect in December. Prior to that, Kentucky residents largely couldn't receive alcohol shipments from out of state, and there were heavy restrictions on beer, wine, and spirits shipments from Kentucky to other states. While limitations remain under HB 415, the bill is a significant step forward in opening access to Kentucky's whiskeys especially at the craft end. Uh, and of course they have a quote from a local one to us, uh, new rift distilling. We're thrilled to finally have parity with wineries and the ability to reach new consumers directly. Uh, this is from the vice president and head distiller at new riff, uh, over here in Newport, like literally like a mile from us. <laughs> so I was yeah. picking, I was ducking my head into party source and when I got out of the car. I, I park in front of new riff and I was like, Mm. It's a brew day. Oh, I was uh, all, I was all I was going to say was like, oh yes, New Grift, that nice Ohio distillery. 
Sorry. Because it's so close to the river. It's fine. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's still one of ours. <laughs> I know, I know. I, 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 I very proudly call it. Well, I don't know about proudly. I've never actually had any new rift, but... Hmm. That I recall. Bad, though, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That's... <laughs> you know, that's, that's the key thing there. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, they note that uh, the biggest beneficiaries of this bill are going to be the craft distillers. So they can now sell whiskey even in places where they have no existing distribution, which is a kind of a big thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Larger producers are likely to offer only limited edition or rare whiskeys, um, that kind, uh, the kind of bottles that wouldn't normally make it into crowded store shelves, which is still kind of a, a, a bonus, I would think. Um, do, the, uh, do you think the Whiskey Vault dudes got very excited when they saw this? Uh, well, I mean, Texas probably not. They've already got. <laughs> They've already got a bunch. Like, yeah, everyone's just shipping them stuff. Usually listed yeah. under like you know, distilling supplies. Yeah, which is genius <laughs> because that's like um, the beerists. They never have to go look for beer because they're always like, "Oh, you want to hear us talk about a beer on the show? Send it to us." Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. send us beers from your favorite local brewery, and we'll talk about it on the show. We'll feature it. So they just get, like, the best beers from all these, like, no-name local breweries sent to them. I mean, it's not a bad life to live. It's not. So you can send beers to us. Uh, <laughs> care. Uh, are we sure legally they can do that yet? No, they cannot legally do that. We really need to get yeah. a P.O. box. I, I do rum running to Chicago. I mean, that is the traditional rum running trail from Kentucky, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that seems about right. You're honoring uh, your ancestors, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, need to get you need so to really, funny. really need to like tweak out your car though. Get you a nice stock car and just hmm. put some nice heavy springs on it. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta gotta try to outrun the law, basically. In that Prius. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, after a while, they'll, they'll, they'll not catch you because they've run out of gas and you're still going. <laughs> that, you just have to last a certain amount of time. That's what we're saying. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, yeah, so you're, so you're saying, Brittany, that Heaven Hill is probably not going to be, uh, not going to be benefiting from this as much as, yeah, say, uh, the, the the big focus in the rest of the article involves uh you know I, I mean, obviously it's gonna benefit a little bit on the big guys just because like they're like ooh look we can do exclusive things probably but um it highlights a particular like a an up a newer um uh, distillery in Kentucky um and th- it's gonna be those who are just up and coming and and trying to get their stuff out there this is gonna be a big deal oh yeah. That's kind of like kind of where we started that rift is like, yeah, that's how you get that exposure. Now you can send it to people or they can order it directly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and bet you're not going to be seeing a uh, Weller release on the Buffalo Trace website for shipping. Mm. You're not going to see like single barrel uh, Willets coming out. Like you're not going to, like the stuff people actually are lining up for. But, liquor stores and joining liquor clubs for like that stuff what is if, not going to be releasing on the websites but what if a distiller sees someone uh, attributing the wrong thing to them perhaps they could uh, they could send a care package indeed they could so uh, in the case of uh, 
Saturday Night Live, they they got to they got told. <laughs> uh, well, one thing's for certain. I, I don't know the current cast, so I don't. It's just we haven't watched SNL Cecily page. Strong. Cecily <laughs> Strong. Okay, I, was, I think that's right. Uh, won't hold the wrong beer ever again when portraying Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, you may recall last week, Strong played the role of the Michigan governor during a Saturday Night Live sketch that didn't make live airing, but was posted online after. The state of Michigan took notice, and so did Whitmere, who told Fox 2, what, is that even, uh, we got this from Detroit Free Press, and I guess they lifted it from Fox 2, so, okay. Or they did, they took uh, the, the quote from her about yeah. this. Look, it's just a long line of people stealing things. <clears throat> that she found it funny, but took issue with Strong holding a Labatt Blue rather than a Michigan-made beer. <laughs> we love Canada, but we drink Michigan beer, Whitmere said, holding a Bell's Two-Hearted Ale. <laughs> of course she is. Beer. Uh, yeah, I'm like, no. Uh, from, that's on a different end of the spectrum. <laughs> from the Michiganders I know, it's like, yeah, that's that's beer. Like, that's... That's what you wake up, you have a coffee, or you have a Bell's. That's just that's your choices. <laughs> Best uh, part of waking up is too hearted in your cup, in your cup. So in the pure Michigan commercials, they, they just don't, they miss that part of it when they reach into the stream and like salmon running up the stream, you just pull out a two-hearted cold and crack it open. It's just all the two-hearted ales swimming up freely, all the streams. Uh, yes. Then, uh, you know, you, you head down, you, you're feeling a little, you know, like you head down into the mines to see, you know, down to work where you're, you're spending all day mining Founders beer out of the, out from under Grand Rapids. Turns out Whitmere took it a step further. She sent Strong a care package of Michigan beer and goodies, all from Comstock-based Bell's Brewery, the largest and perhaps most recognizable independent craft brewery in the state, I would say possibly the country, because they're still family-owned. Uh, and Strong loved it. I Got don't want to... <laughs> so they have a picture here of what they sent her, and I don't want to admit how many of these things I've gotten in various swag. Yeah, it's a lot of the standard swag from them. Oh, it's the shirt version of that, the diversity There's the sticker thing. I, I have seen that and didn't get it at the time, but I do have that pin, which I'm pretty sure is still pinned to my Oktoberfest hat. Probably, yeah. Anywho, she got a giant, gorgeous Michigan care package sent to New York courtesy of that super cool woman from Michigan, Strong wrote in an Instagram. Yeah, and in the picture, she got two-hearted, some official, which is their hazy IPA, uh, some light-hearted, which I still haven't had. I haven't either, actually. And, like, oh, yeah, all the stickers and some uh, tin signs and shirts and... <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking uh, at there going, like, yeah, I got, I got a bunch of that sitting probably in a thing somewhere. And as to be said, uh, she she did get some Oberon, which it has that officially released yet? It's Oberon Day hasn't happened. Did I miss it? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, Oberon Day. Yeah, I, I'm like, not I'll, that crazy about that beer. I like it fine enough, but it's one of those like yeah. I end up getting it when, you know, I, I'm out somewhere. Like, oh, do you want Oberon? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? It's but, not like, like I'm Hop not. Slam. No, so, Hop Slam. I can't pass up. 
that's yeah yeah that, uh, one of those beers should do the trick next time Strong portrays Whitmere during an SNL sketch. Cheers. So yeah. uh, I also feel a little dumb because I'm like, why are we portraying this person? I don't know anything about anything right now. Uh, um, because she's been like, the, the she's the one who was they tried, attempted they... to assassinate her. Oh Jesus! Yeah, like a, yeah. a big old group of proud boys got together and decided. Uh, she she was being too strict with the COVID rules, and they were going to kidnap her. And then they were, they were were really dumb because there was like an FBI plant in them, and he ratted them all out. And then they're all trying to be like, "Well, we were just playing army." <laughs> like seriously, that's they're all in court being like, "We weren't really going to do it." As they were like, one of them had video of them doing like live fire drills, and <laughs> yeah, okay. like well, I mean, you know, none of about that. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, that that was a while back, but yeah, like I I don't know what it's been recently, other than just various governors yeah. trying to, you know, keep people I, to stay calm. But I've quit watching the news daily, so I don't know why she's back in the news. <laughs> I mean, so because I no longer have to check the news daily to see if the world's getting ready to explode. Hmm. Um. Uh, yeah. Well. Uh. I got no segue for this. Uh, I mean, you you could find one. Uh, no, I I don't think that you could find one, no matter how deep you dove under the sea. Oh, there it is. Wow. Uh, also, under the sea. Whoever did this headline, I'm just under the sea. Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Underwater. Down here it's better. <laughs> Darling, it's better. Downward it's punnier. <laughs> Take it from me. Uh, underwater beer aging project foiled Up by on deep the diving line, They drink all day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Under yeah. the sea we do too. I know it doesn't rhyme, but I'm drunk. I don't know. It's this- gone. Anyway, so while it's long been thought that pirates prefer rum, it's clear now that they have also have a taste for beer. In Mar del Plata, a seaside city in the Argentine hey, theme, province of Buenos Aires, thieves have stolen seven barrels of artisanal beer that was <laughs> aging in a sunken ship, because of course it was. Uh, three so local cool. breweries had collaborated with a diving team <laughs> to carry out the experimental beer-making project only to be devastated just months into their trial. I love this. Um, what? What? Yeah. Carlos Breas, uh, owner of the Thalassa Diving School, and Eduardo Ricardo, best name, one of the owners of Heller Brewery, spearheaded the experiment after discussing the possibility of aging beer at greater depths uh, and under greater pressure than ever before. Their plan doom, involved doom, 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 doom. Nice. Uh, their plan involved attaching barrels of dark ale to the chronometer? Question mark? Uh, an abandoned Soviet-era ship that sank in 2014, 66 feet below the surface. Wait, how did a Soviet-era ship sink in 2014? Uh, okay, whatever. In Buenos Aires. I'm from uh, Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all. <laughs> I'm from Buenos Aires, months, I say drink them all. After several months spent waiting for permits, the seven barrels of ale were affixed to the ship 
on November 2020 that their, uh, though their combined capacity was 185 gallons, the experiment was supposed to yield 264 gallons of beer, as the aged brew would later be mixed with another beer, enough to fill around 2,000 bottles of Cronop, that word, uh, proceeds from the sales were intended to be donated to a local natural science museum. On February 23rd, one day before the project's completion, uh, they discovered the beer was missing. The barrels had been present as recently as mid-January, and they believe it, uh, they may have been stolen in an act of sabotage. <laughs> what you have to? Da, da, da. I'm willing to bet someone thought they were like historic, like. <laughs> Much older oh, than... Oh, probably. And they're, you, they're for sale somewhere. Yeah. Um, oh, there's also another great name. Juan Pablo Vincent, the master brewer at Bomb Brewery, uh, which also participated in the experiment, claims that the contents of the barrels are undrinkable. If they stole it for their own consumption, they're going to have to throw it away. It was a lukewarm, gasless liquor that would be very difficult to drink. That's the man uh, who did it. <laughs> right. He's trying to throw uh, suspicious off, suspicion off himself. He, he did it. Uh, yeah, but whatever the reason, the brewers are not giving up on their mission and intend to start the experiment again. This time, uh, not telling them, anyone what they did. <laughs> right. Like, I don't. It's so weird. It's such a. Mm. Weird I promise, someone thought they found like something great and worth a lot of money. Oh, definitely. And they had no idea, like, to this day, they had, like, they opened it up, and they're like, what is this? And someone's like, I don't know. Must be treasure. Why? It was on a ship. That's where you uh, find treasure. That's just, that's just what you know. Like, that's... Is it, is it still a ship if it's an air mattress? Could be. Could be. Wait, what? I mean, if it floats. <laughs> Well, uh, coming from Vine Pear, a good beer could be tantalizing, so tantalizing that you may not notice that the air mattress you're on is floating out to sea. Two men in Perth. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Two men in Perth, Australia, really vying for that Florida man title, uh, encountered this problem last Sunday when their plans for day drinking quickly derailed into day drifting. Naturally, it didn't have matters. It could be Florida because it wasn't a... uh... A floating tiki bar. <laughs> I was gonna say, couldn't be Florida. They didn't have a crocodile with them. No, uh, no priests around or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I I still just imagine Padre SJ is the one like saving that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. look, Jesuit, Jesuit priests on tiki bars. It just apparently happens a lot in Florida. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, naturally, it didn't help that their flotation device of choice was riddled with pinholes. Uh, they started. No, it all started when the mates decided to drink beers in a mattress. Jackson Perry and Noah Palmer uh, were carried two and a half miles out into the Indian Ocean by strong winds before they were rescued, uh, saved by their friend Texas Reeks. Yes. That can't be a real name. They were. Texas Reeks. No, this is. Just keeps getting better, guys. <laughs> anyway, they're Smell white. Smell like a cow's butthole or something. Maybe. Okay, hold on. Their white knight on a jet ski brought volunteer rescuers in tow after Perry and Palmer used their dying cell phones to contact him. <laughs> so Texas Reeks is leading the charge on a jet ski to go save his friends. 
who got washed Hit. out to sea into the Indian Ocean on like an, an air mattress. It's like an episode of something, right? Can you can you just hear the Baywatch? Uh, Ver- Baywatch song being played by Minute Work as they're being rescued. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Perry offered some evergreen advice to Australian news outlet Sunrise, uh, noting if you plan on crushing a few beers in a free-floating blow-up mattress in the ocean, jef- definitely check the wind forecast before. Sure. Yeah. Oh God, it's so good. Oh, man, is I mean, is isn't Australia really the Florida of the international community? I mean, isn't I it the know, Florida of the for- from Australia? Than is it the Florida of the the former uh, of the of the British Empire, the British Commonwealth? <laughs> Look, Australia gave us Bluey, and that's that's good enough. Mm. And Steve Irwin. I mean, what's what's Florida giving us? Yeah. No. Um, Justin Robert Young. Touche. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, checked and mate. Uh, and with that, I think we're done. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? Technically, I technically, if you gave me two, I'll give you two. Justin Robert Young and I guess Gloria Young, his mother. <laughs> ah. Yeah. No, but to be fair, Jerry got the he got the hell out of there when he could. That thing in Nerdtacular when Carboni asked Garrett, and he's like, you can leave. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you're still in Florida. Why? (laughs) I was like, yeah. You can leave. (laughs) Did you just hear Carboni's voice? (laughs) Yeah. Good times. I miss Nerdtacular. That was great. Remember when we got to, you know, like spend a weekend with them before he like became a giant superstar? Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh no, working at the Star Wars ranch. It's like, oh yeah, you just run the like public side of speaking to Star Wars. Getting fancy. Yeah. You know, back back when we're just riding behind them on you know on buses. (laughs) On 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 airport transportation. Yeah, when he's farting on us at the airport. <laughs> all right, we gotta we gotta wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So on on all those notes, I'd like to remind everyone this is our news only show, but we also do a weekly long form show discussing the science and history around what you drink. If you like what you hear and you want to support Have a Drink, please go to patreoncom Have a Drink Show. And once again, I am Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker, and we will see you guys next time. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)